Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some tequila, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 96th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cupid cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We continue our journey through the Connie line. We discuss our recently launched 20-year Cuban factory code guide, and we answer a listener email, all among a variety of other things for the next 90 minutes. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Siete Leguas Tequila Reposado with the H. Upman Connoisseur Number 1. A Corona Extra tonight on the pod from H. Upman. It's called the Connoisseur Number 1. It's a Hermosos Number 4, 48 ring gauge by 5 inches long. Beautiful cigar. Very pretty cigar. It is. They look really nice. I found the construction on the seven of these cigars that we had 
to all be like really consistently nice. Mm. Have you had this? I, I have actually not had this cigar. Have you, you guys had this, Puba? I haven't. That's, I have not had this cigar. I'm that's sh- surprising. I'm shocked to hear that. Yeah. Honestly. Nope. Nope. This particular one I have not. The had. only cigar I've had in a connoisseur line is the Kanye. Yeah. Which we just did on the pot. Yeah. So on it'll be pot. nice to do the next one in the line. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, tonight. So it doesn't say it on the band. Yeah. So that's a recent thing. That was uh, not added until, I believe, 2021. I mean, the wrapper's awesome. What's the uh, box code? If this is uh, 2018. Oh, tw- okay. If you keep the cigar to your nose for just a minute or two and leave it there, it's really... I'm not getting much, but... I like it. It just smells like cedar a little. Like I'm not getting a ton. No? But no, but it's... Maybe it's, a little milk chocolate kind of thing. Uh, maybe. Let's well, cut it too, boys. See, we're getting on the cold draw. I have my fingers crossed for this cigar tonight. I've heard very good things about the Connie one. Mm. Nice bit of resistance. Mm. Oh, mine's wide open. Nice. Um, Mine kind of has that kind of Mag 46 perfect amount yeah. of resistance. Oh, wow. No. Yours is wide open? Wide open. A little mm. bit of fruit. Almost like a Padron. Mm. But I like it. Mm. I'll take that. Any Cuban that's this open, I'm happy. <laughs> you know what? Let me recut mine because I'm jealous. Yeah, this is really nice. What else are you guys getting on the... Uh, Cold wow, it's different. Some fruit. I'm getting grass. It's definitely more earthy, I think, than a Connie A. I agree with that. Mm. On an, on a cold draw, mm. Mm. I really. It's like almost it. like a little Cohiba like. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's light yeah. this thing, boys. The draw is a little tight. The uh, H um, Upman mine is two. The H Upman Connoisseur number one. Again, it's a Hermosos number four size, forty eight ring gauge by five inches long. Out of Cuba, second out of the connoisseur line that we're doing. And true to its name, it's the first connoisseur that was released by H. Upman well before the 1960s. This uh, cigar oh, wow. has been around for a very long time. Interesting. So the Kanye has only been around for 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. And this cigar has been around since, I guess, the 40s or 50s. Comes in a slide lid box of 25 cigars. And that's the only format. I like it right off the light. Ooh, that's nice on the light. Very nice. Hmm. Shout out to a listener, yeah? Yeah, we got this from a listener. Lizard Kamal. Lizard Lizard Kamal. Lizard Kamal hooked us up. That's my man right there. Yeah, he's great. He is a great guy. Great guy. Oh. Very, uh, very cool of him. I didn't ask. He just said, hey, can I send you some stuff? Yeah. The address and... He fired away. Very Fantastic nice. Fantastic guy. Yeah, yeah, great Keep guy. him coming, Kamal. <laughs> <laughs> I like this right away. It's mm-hmm. nice, right? But you know I'm a whore. <laughs> for Upman. Upman whore. Should have brought your mug. Yeah. <laughs> Had your tequila in a mug tonight. But it's different. It is. It's very different than the Kanye on the light. No yeah. question about that. It's it, Well, yeah, it's different. It has... It has some different qualities here. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out. It's it's more like a 46. I think. It's similarities. It's, I think, yeah. Some yeah. I think Giz right? called that earlier. I, I agree with that. But a little more desserty here. Yeah. Yeah. Not as peppery, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm just amazed that blind. My first guess would not be Upman. I agree. I agree. But I. I think Which it is does have, I think it has characteristics yeah. similar to the Mag 46. It has some. You know. Mm-hmm. No, blind. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick it out either. I'm. I'm in agreement. Maybe Partagus or Cohiba. I don't. I, I'm not far enough yet to, to. 
yeah to have any conviction one way or the other but you know on the way over i was thinking there are four cigars in this series and you hope that each has an individual profile to keep it interesting yeah you know there's always that it's certainly the reputation they have so we'll yeah. see i'll say that the sticks that i would have guessed blind either some cohiba mm-hmm. or this is bizarrely specific but the epi one Interesting. The Oyo Epi 1. I say that because that cigar is way earthier than the Epi 2. Like the Epi 2's got like some sweeter kind of desserty notes. The Epi 1, I think Giz gave me one randomly. I feel like you bought like a 10 count, something small of them. Interesting. I, think I, tried that might, one. I think I actually may have split a box of those with Puba. I think that's funny. I, I, I almost grabbed one. I think <laughs> so. <laughs> I run, it's weird. I think we so may have split a box. Two things happened to me today. You know how weird things happen sometimes? We're like, so I was, we're going to find out. <laughs> no, 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 like weird shit. So I I was, you know, you ever hold your cell phone and you go, I should call so-and-so. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they text you. Yeah. yeah. Has that ever happened? It happened. That happened to me with my dad. So today I'm like, I should call my dad. Oh, that's cool. And then the I mean, within 15 seconds, he's like, how's the weather? Because of all this flooding, you know, he wants to talk about the weather um and i'm like telekinesis that's so weird and then i i had my hand on an on an epi one and you're talking like i had my hand on it i was like uh, and i put it back and i, I haven't like, thought i, should, of, I haven't thought I about that cigar because humi- i pulled a tray out in my humidor all the way back and i have them because i had a little trouble with them and i bought them years and years ago and like i tied them up in a ribbon and I put them in like in the back of the of of, of a tray, you know, the hum of 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 the cabinet, and I tied like ten of them together. Did it I help? Just left them there. I don't know. I haven't. Oh, okay. I was like curious. I like. I was like, oh, and then I was like, I don't feel like untying that. I haven't. Th- I haven't. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up, Senator, because I haven't thought about that cigar in a very long time. Like now, I'm thinking I want to go reach for one again. Hmm. But I'm finding the flavor on this. To be very complimentary, we talked about this on a previous episode, the smell at the burn line, the smell at the foot, and the flavor of the draw are like a perfect harmony like match for me right now. Yeah, it's like, working nicely. It's working really, really well. Well, right. Like once it cools down a little bit off the light, it's I, – I, I, I'll be I'm – with, I'm with Senator in that I wouldn't really peg it – blind as an up and i don't know what i would peg it at what i would but it's it's nice it's really nice it is what, what kind of flavors you guys getting well on the smoke like at the nose don't laugh but it's like peanuts and almond for i me. agree with that it's nutty on the draw if for me it's an excellent combination of savory and sweet dessert and earth notes for me it's really quite cool i'm getting like a little like salt baking thing a little twang not yeah. a spice um and a little bit of leather and I think there's mm. a little bit of nut going on. Like a salty nut. A li- yeah, like a little bit of a nut. Yeah, I get that on the smoke, the aroma. I love it. I love it. It's a little salty to me. I get like salted almonds, cedar, some earthiness. Those are like the three dominant notes for No me. dessert notes at all? Not much. Just a nuttiness that's a little mm. sweet, but yeah, okay. not, not anything, not like upman sweet that i would no very quick it's not like hitting you with these dessert flavors Hmm. um it's a little sweet for me though this is really nice yeah so as i mentioned they only come right now in slide lid boxes of 25 cigars Uh, they used to come 
in a varnished semi-boit nature box of 10 cigars. But that was released in 2014 and discontinued in 2014. So obviously that was not a success uh, for some reason. It's been around since the, like I said, pre-1960s. And uh, they just put the new band on it about two years ago. So we have one of the cigars with the older band on it, which is just the classic H. Upman band. So if you see them now, they have what you'd find on the Connoisseur A, uh, the larger band incorporating the classic Upman, and then another band very similar that just says uh, Connoisseur 1. It's a very simple band, but yet very elegant. It's elegant, yeah. This, this is just all class. It's classic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, classic that's the mark of the marker, man. They're just, yeah. Is this cool. a standard run for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the ones that's you know, kind of a classic alongside the Upman 2, the Sir Winston, uh, a lot of the other cigars that we love from H. Upman. I feel um, it has more strength than the Connie A. Oh, it does. Oh, I sure. Think. I agree. Yeah. Sure. 100%. Connie is a little bit on the milder side. This is firmly this is, medium. This has I more. This is, I don't even think they're in the same. I totally agree. This uh, is way up my alley. This yeah. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I really this, love this. the 46. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, like at this point, it's it's this. Yeah, it's this is a great premise. size. It's yeah. a great size. It's I not wish, a, quite a robusto, but I wish it was an inch or two longer. I feel like I say that on every episode about cigars that are five, four and a half, five inches long. I would love another inch or two out of this. You just go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Bam Bam. Say I'm not it. saying a word. Go ahead. In general, no, no but <laughs> the listeners know it's coming. You uh, might as well say it. I have it'll, <laughs> it'll leave you. It'll leave you. It'll leave you wanting more. That's it. There you go. So we did a full history uh, on the Connoisseur A episode a little while back. We're going to do the full Connoisseur line, all four cigars. Uh, so they have four of them in the line, the number one, the number two, the A, which we've done, and the B. Uh, the B is a pretty big cigar. It's a Genie Alice. Same size, I believe, as the Rio Seco, which is a, a cigar that 54. We, we don't love. But, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's a pretty big yeah. cigar. So they come in a ver- variety of different sizes. Uh, and then, of course, the, the Connie two. Uh, is another one. But yeah, we so we did a full history on Upman, so we don't need to recap that, but they have a wonderful story and certainly are a celebrated brand. Among us, for sure, as um, well. Yeah, certainly here, yeah. No doubt. We love it. Are you guys getting a retro uh, on the retro hell, or are you getting a little bit of that floral? I get yeah. floral and dessert notes on the retro. There is sure. a nice floral through the nose. Real nice. So I get um, Trace Leches. I get a little Trace Leches on the it's, it's got some creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the, that's the DNA of Upman, I think. Yeah, I think Rooster hit it on the on the head. It is much fuller than the Kanye. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt about it. And that. I think in a really good way. And I was skeptical about the cigar. I've never had it. I wasn't expecting much. It's, it's a home run right now. That's delicious. Absolute home run. Pagoda, what do, what do you think? I, you look very pensive. Yeah, no, I you know I was about to say buttery, creamy, and you you said the word creamy. That's yeah. all I'm getting. But I'm not getting really pronounced flavor, like whether from a salty but it's not very salty like i i typically am able to pick up the salty notes i'm not getting a lot of that and not a lot of sweetness so i'm just gonna wait uh and see how You're it uh, develops that, a little bit of yeah there's a little bit no. of that coating of the mouth no, I, it's definitely very creamy and buttery i thought a little bit of salty butter i don't know what it was that's the way i felt very uh i would i would describe the the aroma the, the like the smoke the aroma is creamy but the taste is definitely there's definitely the Cuban twang yeah. and saltiness. There's twang in here. There I is. Twang. I, think, I haven't got. I the think twang there's twang all. on the front. Honestly, I'm surprised. On the front of your tongue, you know. 
Connoisseur one right now is smoking like a very complex cigar for me personally. Very complex. The only thing I will say to Pagoda's point, I don't, I'm not getting any one very pronounced flavor. Like I think of a lot of Upmans, you're like, you get a Mm. blast of baking spice. It's like very, very prominent. And then you pick up all these other flavors that are right there with it. With this, I'm getting a little bit of a number of different things, but I, there's not like a dominant flavor to me. I think muddled. I, I don't know. To or me, it's just like they're 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 yeah. softer. They're not as bold. And in, in to me, it's like when you make a great stew or a great soup or something, and it just when it comes together, it's I brilliant. Agree. I agree. And you're with not you. picking out certain things in it, but when it's there and everything's working right, yeah, I feel like that's what we have here. Like everything's kind of playing very nicely with each other, and I, nothing's trying to push too hard. And I would have expected that cedar would have been a dominant note based on when mm-hmm. I first got them from Kamal, how they smelled. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if I just, you know, because I left them loose in the tower out of the box, so maybe they kind of chilled out a little bit on the cedar, at least from the the the, the nose, but, mm. you know, everything's working really well. A little white pepper, maybe? Yeah, um, there I, is a, I do I get, get that I on the finish, actually, yeah. yeah. So this is a very popular size in the Habanos catalog. There's a bunch of Hermosos number four. The most famous, of course, is, um, well, in our group, is the El Rey del Mundo Schwa Supreme. Schwa Supreme, baby. Uh, right. Which Dan Sashini uh, from that's Cigar his, Salute, we talked a lot about that cigar that's with his him. favorite Vitola, I think. He loves that cigar. Well, they smoke, look at everybody's, they, they you know, his, his point of view, and I think he's right, these Hermosas, there's few of them. And they tend to, I mean, if you look around the room, not just the ash, but I know where you're but going. But like the construction of the Hermosos, awesome. like the size is yeah. like so killer. Oh yeah, yeah this is great. So the, and a couple size. couple others out of uh, Cuba that are the same size. Well, I'll just do regular production stuff. I won't do any of the. Uh, there's a ton of regional editions that are in this size. Um, the other one is another one that we actually did on the podcast with Dan. Is the San Luis Rey Regios? Uh, Regios is the exact same size. Great another cigar. one. That we've had a bunch of listeners email us about is the Vegas Robania Famosos, which we need to do is the same size. And finally, this is the one I wanted to mention to you guys. I found it interesting. I haven't had it yet. They just released it. It's a new regular production cigar from Rafael Gonzalez. Check this out. It's this exact size. And the name of the cigar is the Coronas de Lonsdales. De Lonsdales. It's a Hermosos number four called the Coronas de Lonsdales. Overreaching on the name a bit. <laughs> How much rum was someone drinking when they came up with this? What? I mean, that's the name of a Vitola. Why would you two name... Vitolas? Right, Corona. Well, yeah. Delonsdales. Why would you create a cigar that's, named that's interesting? That's Vitolas. Vitolas. They were before. drinking Coronas and smoking a Lonsdale. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a ton. Uh, like I said, there's a ton of regional editions and mm. special humidor cigars and whatnot that have come out over the years. But that is the uh, full run of. Uh, Hermosos number four to Cuba. Bunch of other cigars that, you know, up and makes. We've done a few of them on the podcast. I'm sure we're going to do a lot more. We've done the Magnum 50 and 46. Um, we didn't do the 54, correct? No. We have to do the Magnum 54. We, we have do. a lot of listeners asking for that. So maybe once we're done with the Connoisseur line, we'll do that. That's that a cigar. mild cigar. Is it? 54 mild? What? Isn't it? I don't to know. I, it's, got, it's got some it's body to it. It's mild medium. I like it. I think it starts mild, but it builds up to firmly medium. Yeah. It's a big stick. It is, and yeah. it's got an unusual profile. I think worth reviewing. Another one that we love is the Half Corona. 
which it, for <sighs> listeners out there, if you're unfamiliar with H. Upman oh, as boy. a marka and you want to just dip your toes in the swimming pool instead of diving head first to get in a, what would be, I guess, a $600 box of Upman 2s now, mm-hmm. which is a sin, uh, something you can get today pretty much regularly mm-hmm. and smoke the moment you get them. Yeah, they're, are they're the H. and half Coronas. They're yeah. 200 a box. It's yeah. steel. Yeah, yeah. I, I had one yesterday, and um, if you buy the tin, is a... The it, tins are so the great. The tins they're are so, so cool. great, and they're reusable. Yep. So <clears throat> I went on a shoot yesterday, a sporting clay shoot. Uh, I brought a tin of those. It was a shoot spot. Actually, uh, there was an Ashton rep there, and then Taconic Distillery was up there, um, which we should consider... Mm talking about some of their bourbon yeah they make bourbon they make rum hudson valley i've heard of it they make yeah, he's and, right and they make a scotch it's really worth looking at yeah. and it's actually it would be a great day for us to go up and just do a tour up there and 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 of the distillery and they're at they're at all these these uh clay target shoots anyway so i brought i actually brought um uh four of them and it was just perfect uh for the, for the group that we were shooting with it's a perfect and half hour it, cigar yeah and you can very you know, accessible very accessible and you just kind of put them in this thing and the and the, the tin is like curved <laughs> so it just yeah, fits so what, right what puba means by your, curved is it's actually the the top of it opens like a door like a book it's concave mm-hmm. and right, and then right. on the bottom the the tin is actually shaped for the five cigars so why i like traveling with it is i feel like the cigars are very well protected in there um, and I feel like you could throw it in a pocket at a wedding or something, and it just works great. It's really great, yeah. and people love them because it's not a huge time investment, and you can share them. And if you have the tins, and then you buy a box, you can refill them. Yeah, refill yeah. them. Have some travel fun. case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a travel yeah. case. Oh, it's yeah. really, they're really nice. Really, really nice. I like when you said they're a good introduction to the Upman line, and I say that because usually when I'm sitting down with friends who don't smoke that often staples like a d4 or an exclusivo they'll have for something cuban and new world and then for the person who finishes and wants just a little short smoke to cap it off i always give them an upman half corona and every single time they kind of look at it like oh this small little cigar yep. this is probably nothing that special they, they underrate it then they yeah. try it and every time someone says to me how this little cigar has so much mm-hmm. flavor. flavor this is one of my favorite smokes i've ever had so i really love the idea like it's an intro to the upman line because every person that has it Loves it and then wants to try more of it. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's. I think for me, the half Corona just to kind of, to me, that's the gateway drug for someone who's interested in cigars or really likes New World cigars. Doesn't have a lot of experience with Cubans. Mm. It's a great gateway ju- uh, drug to the Cuban cigar experience because it checks all the boxes. Yeah, it's, it's also a size that's very important to have in your humidor. It's true. Yes, because when your friends or somebody comes over who don't. They don't really smoke cigars. And they want to try But one, they're like, sure. yeah, do you have anything small? Do you right. have anything like a small cigar? I'm like, right. yeah, let me see. I'm sure I do. Like, you know, I used to give them like Tatuaje, those Casadores. The Petit Casadores. Oh, those are also Between great. Between that, the yeah. Upman Half Corona is, That's is, also is, awesome. is great. Yeah. yeah. Super approachable yeah. And, and, and really great. It comes in handy like at the holidays. Mm-hmm. So let's say in the winter, in yeah. the in the in, or in, when it's yeah exactly yeah. when it's chilly. So like uh, that's a step out. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a quick step out yep. with your uncle. You know, it's like, how can we? All right, we just speak up for a little we one. Do, we just, yeah, we just had some some apps. Now we're going to step out in the front porch or the back porch for a quick <laughs> one. Yeah, let's step out. And that that slots. It's awesome. And you know, it's I think it's a sophisticated stick for the size. You know, you call it an intro, but any seasoned Cuban or New World 
Cigar it, smokers are going to love that. To me, it checks every oh, single yeah. box. It checks every box. Every and, and the one oh, that yeah. really kind of edges it out, though, is the D6. Partagas. Oh, that's yeah. a great little cigar. Which I have one with me tonight. The uh, the D6, check it out. Light it up and pass it around. <laughs> uh, one and pass. Uh, check it out because it gives you a little bit more bang for your buck if mm. you're looking for a little bit more poke. Mm -hmm. The Monte Cristo media corona oh that's another, another small cigar oh, that's a yes. good cigar yeah. same size great flavor concentrated yeah. monty twang i mean yeah. it's fantastic stick i think those need to and be that's a, value a little a, a year or two older to smoke those where the yeah, h we, the upman half coronas are right off the bat yeah, great we found some 2019 boxes like I, in that's March. what i have yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's 2018 18 18 oh, special those, the, the half yeah. corona if you lay them down i've got some older ones like like five plus really? years old dude i'm telling you man it makes a little bit of a difference i mean it's not that <laughs> I like they're them young yeah you're right they're, I like they're, them they're 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 good i have the um i have a lot of uh petite corona bolivars that's a great like had oh, one this morning that's, oh, that's oh, a so sledgehammer good. that's a great <laughs> sledgehammer msu 18 that's like that's a right. mini so like awesome. that's 19 like, two are good you know, you, remember that little weapon that they had that they, they, they that that like it was popular in the in, in the seventies? Sickle? No, no, no. You'll, <laughs> Rooster, you'll know an about ice this. Pick. So, like, it was called a blackjack, where it was like a little like piece of leather, and, and cops would just like hit people oh, in yeah. the face oh, with boy. those things. Oh wow! <laughs> That's what the to me they're out the, the Boulevard Petit Corona. I I swear, you guys could disagree with me. Whatever is one of the stronger. It is nicotine, no question. Hair, like, but that's what rooster likes in the morning. It oh yeah, knocks. I've 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 had <laughs> some that I, I have a box. I've bought one box in my life, and I have half left, and they they still kick the crap out of yeah. me. <laughs> I agree. The only thing I will say, so I I don't love that cigar because young, I can't mess with it. No way. Because um, for me, a, a small cigar like that is like I'm going to have in the morning or. Um, just in a pinch somewhere where I'm not looking for like a blast of nicotine or anything. I just want something like nice and easygoing medium. But I will say with age, I feel like Bam, did you have mm. an age box of the Boulevard Petit Corona? I have two age boxes. Heavily, yeah. Eight, like significantly aged. Well, they're 18s. What else? One's okay. an 18, 18 and 18. one's a 19. I have 18. I feel like yeah. you, you gave me yeah. one of those. But and I've given was... a lot to you. Petite Corona, Petit really? Corona, a lot, like a lot at the, ones, a lot at the, uh, they're all, the, the boxes I have are seventeen and sixteen. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Could okay. have been. Uh, and have you guys run into draw thing. issues with those? Because I have. I have. I've had that. I haven't. I have no. never I've had, had major a draw, draw issues issue with some of them. I rarely have a draw issue with a cigar. It's strange, like those Monty mm. ones that you guys all complain about. I've never had a bad cigar. No, me neither. I love that stick, by the way. Yeah. So, boys, speaking of value, we are twenty-five minutes into this episode right now. And I'm an inch in at this cigar, and I can't believe it. I never. I can't believe how slowly this is smoking. It's really, really good. How much was this? Do we know? Like we got it's a, a gift. How much yeah, did they go for? Do gift. we know? I oh, think they're about twenty five bucks. Twenty twenty five. Yeah, okay. they're probably twenty five. So Kamal bad. was definitely lizard Kamal keeping these well. Lizard. Kamal. And I've had them oh, for quite some time too. Because these are. <laughs> yeah, but he knows how to. Oh, he's yeah. yeah he's he's very seasoned. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, right now Storch. I'm I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of cedar. It's kind of, um, I'm not saying it's one-dimensional. I'm not even knocking it because I love Upman. But I'm not getting a whole lot of complexity. It's a little bit one-dimensional, but at the same time, I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I get a little tanginess. Not so much. I get a little tiny bit of cedar, but this tanginess, I'm still getting those dessert notes very faintly, which I love. I like the flavor profile on this. I do. It's so good. I, I, I love it too. I love it. I, I yeah. do too. Don't get me wrong. I like the flavor profile, and I'm not saying that. I'm just not getting a ton of different stuff. Because I think you you look for baking spices in in an Upman mm. because you like the uh, Carnier. So I think you look and the, oh, and the number two. two. Yeah. So you look for that highest rated and, and cigar on the podcast. <laughs> and you're not, you're not sure anymore. You're not, you're not quite getting those flavors <laughs> in this. Since <laughs> when? Ramon Ionis, uh, 2019 EL. I wasn't yeah. here for that. So ten point zero. I told you they were worth holding those, man. <laughs> is it a valid? Wait, is it a valid what, score? Wait, what? What? Yes. The green box. The green box. Yeah. I held them and didn't touch them, and yep. Jesus, they changed like you couldn't believe. Poop was about to turn off his mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, okay. I was the first in the group to even buy those. This is true. Uh, but yes, the, the the fact that they changed is great. I'd love to try one. They were more. magical. I actually got five more. I'll give you one. I'd love to smoke one. So yeah, the the flavor profile on this is really interesting, and I think it's unique. I like it. And for how much we love Upman, I love Upman. Mm. It's kind of got its own DNA that is different mm-hmm. than bit. the rest of the line. I will say though, uh, Puba's commentary resonates with me, and we may be the outlier in the group when this comes to rate because I like the profile of this, but I'll be honest, I don't love it. I do agree that it's a little bit one-dimensional. I am getting a lot of cedar. I wish I was getting more baking spice. So um, just for a different opinion in the room, I'm I'm not in the camp that like this is firing on all cylinders for me. It's firing on some, but certainly not all. Yeah, I'm not catching that cedar. I'm not either. Mine, no. And I wonder, maybe it's like mine certainly because of the draw seems like it's a little more packed than what you said yours is. Who Maybe knows? that's affecting Who knows? the yeah. experience that I don't you're know. having. I think, I think if you like the Upman 46... You would love the cigar. Oh, and that's where yeah, Mag 46, Mag 46 yeah, is my thing. But the Mag 46 has like a lot more. It has more pepper. Kick. has more kick. It does more than sweet. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think the flavor profile kind of matches the Mag 46. This is similar, but I wouldn't say it matches. Yeah, no. It's like the younger like that's brother. got more spice. Has, this has yeah. more cedar to me. And this it, is earthier than that is to me. Yeah, but but it's, it has a little bit of pepper, though. I get a little bit of like creaminess and, and yeah, white pepper. But the, I will say, uh, I, no, I mean, the construction and the burn on this thing is like exemplary. It's like not a single correction. Nope. I still have my ash on. It's, yeah, you it's yeah. just yeah. absolutely, you can't ask for, I mean, this is smoking like a Davidoff. I agree. The construction is excellent. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I mean, not a single issue. I mean, look at us. There's seven of us in this room. It's it's that's razor. rare. That's it's rare that rare. we have a Cuban and yeah. seven out of seven no are having a good experience on the on the burn and construction. Yeah. yeah. Poor Pagoda is usually the one that picks the one that's <laughs> not, falling no, apart. Not tonight. <laughs> Actually, my my draw has been fantastic. So, so where would this fit in? I mean, this could be a morning cigar. This to me, could this be is an the first cigar of the cigar. day. It's first one of the night. Mm. This this would slot for me for sure. Aren't all Upman's first cigars? No, not the no. Sir Winston. Not the, <laughs> not the not Sir the Winston. Upman, <laughs> Sir Winston is not, not the Upman. Yeah. Not not the Upman two. Not the two. No, no. 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 This uh, is a very very early morning cigar for me. <laughs> and for me, the the half Corona is a finisher. I agree. That's how I. That's how I finish my night. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I pull that out when I want an extra half yeah, hour. Yeah, cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You could also start your day with that. You could. The half you Corona. Could. 
Just, That's you, true. You could put that in it. You could smoke that thing anytime. Any, yeah. Doing anytime. anything from washing your car to who? washing your car. Who does <laughs> to, to with your shirt off in the car wash? <laughs> right? When's the last <laughs> time you washed your car, Puba? <laughs> <laughs> While smoking a 1989. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, "Let me ask my driver." <laughs> he had abs back then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's talk about our pairing tonight. What is the name of it? I know it's Siete something. Siete, I can't see it. Leguas. Siete Leguas. And what does that mean? What is a Leguas? What, what do you think it means? I think it's a donkey or something. Google Translate? <laughs> seven leagues. Seven there leagues. There we go. That's okay. Grinder got, it. got mm. it. Look at this. He hasn't been to Havana. His leagues. Spanish is already ahead of yours. What's going on, Giz? Babel hasn't got... We haven't gotten there yet oh, on Babel. <laughs> you mean that's, you haven't signed up yet? That's agave and salt. This tequila. It's an artisanal tequila, right? Chef Ricky loves this. This is one of Ricky's favorite uh, uh, brands. That's terrific. It really is really very good. Oh, that's nice. It would go great in a margarita. So we're drinking the Reposado uh, tonight on a Chef Ricky recommendation. Senator picked this up. Um, And it's artisanal tequila, which is all we reach for now after having gone through the The gauntlet gauntlet with Chef Ricky. Uh, And that is a delicious spirit. You know the what's vis- interesting? The viscosity. Go ahead. Go ahead. The viscosity is fantastic. It's, it's awesome. Like, Agree. It's awesome. It's, it's like it's thick and creamy and yeah. salty and one sweet. quick thing. It's delish. I, when you first take your very first sip of that, there is just a tiny bit of bite, but as you go through it and you're finishing your glass, I'm ready for a refill. It gets beautiful and smooth. It, it's sweet. Honestly, it, there's a little earthiness and sweetness to it. All right. So I'm glad you said the earthiness yeah. because I get that. And I think that pairs really well with the cigar we're smoking. It does. And the reason I picked this up. So Ricky did a, a tequila tasting in uh, our town. And the first tequila he started with was Siete Leguas Blanco, which is his favorite, which for me was a little hot. So to pair with a cigar neat, I wanted to try the Repo, something with a little more age that maybe smoothed it out a bit. But um, he's obsessed with Siete Leguas because it, uh, it's made by his favorite family in the tequila business, which is the Camarena family. Mm. So um, just a little bit about Siete Leguas. They're one of Mexico's oldest distilleries owned by the Camarena family who's been in the tequila business for over a century. So there's like tremendous history. They're super respected. Ricky always says like the greatest man, the biggest man crush he has is this guy, Carlos Camarena, oh, who's wow. like one of the sons that's like really? taking over things. Um, it's a Highland uh, tequila uh, produced in Jalisco. And the name uh, Leguas is named after Pancho Villa's horse, which was said to be able to run seven leagues, which is about 21 miles in a single day. Wow. Wow. Uh, the tequila is made from 100% blue agave, as we would expect. The thing I was surprised reading, it says, is aged for a minimum of two years in oak barrels. And the reason I say I'm surprised by that is because the typical breakdown, I mean, tequila is not aged all that long, the whole Blanco, Repo, and, mm-hmm. and Añejo. Um, I mean, a Blanco can be aged just a couple of months. A Reposado can be aged as much as a year. And an Añejo is usually between one and three years. So to hear that, supposedly, at least if this is accurate what I've read, um, all of their tequilas kind of start at like the two-year range, which seems much more than most. Um, and then I thought what was interesting, Ricky's talked about kind of the process that these different distilleries use. And my take just from what I've read, it seems that they're kind of with this brand, a blend of kind of old school and some of new school that Ricky was talking about. It says that the agaves are harvested, uh, cooked in ovens, and then pressed by a mule-driven tahona, which we've heard Ricky yeah, talk about. Right. So that's kind of the old school. 
Um, it says, or shredded by more recent techniques. So they do use some of, I think, the new school. But um, I, I do love how this drinks. It's awesome. I think it's complex because of that earth note and the dessert note that you get in it. Really. Agree. Yeah. I really love this tequila. It's good. That's good. It's, it, and what it, did you, I'm sorry if you mentioned it. What did you, What's the price point on it? Mm. 62 at total wine. 62. It's super duper. Great price. It's it's it's, it's super. And the, the, the interesting thing about this tequila um is the color i it, it, it's it's a repo but it's it looks like a blanco it's totally clear it's totally yeah. clear basically which is odd too that it was in barrels for as long as it was That's right true. i mean yeah. how does it not take any of that color is that an abnormal well, thing oak oak doesn't impart much color no but some of these brands are like that so another brand that i think is also the camarena family that we love ocho is no no um el tesoro el tesoro that's, right. that's an añejo that we that's drink right. and that's clear as can be and yeah. that's supposed to have one to three years of age to me it's got a little more cover than this a little more it does for but, sure but, yeah but but, but but that's but, probably the lightest añejo that we mm -hmm. correct and happens correct. and it's also very very good oh it's oh, delicious. Tesoro is so uh, delicious el tesoro is fantastic oh. but this by the way is i mean neat it doesn't it, need a drop it, of ice. It, it's it doesn't. fantastic. Yeah. It's very balanced. Yep. Yeah. Very, very balanced. Isn't it's, Ocho from the same family? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Comment so. In, huh? It's got a perfect balance of salty and sweet. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. I agree. I'm, I'd be super. curious now what, what the Añejo tastes like. Yeah. You know, from these guys. I mean, because this repo, because for me with a cigar, I don't usually reach for reposado. I really prefer an añejo. Usually, really, same. For, with a cigar, same, yeah. I like something that pushes a little more. But I, I think this repo is really working. I'd love to mm -hmm. see how the añejo does. But like the ocho repo pairs well. Great, with cigar, they're great cigars. The no, they're the great cigars. The other repo that we prefer the repo of everything they make is uh, Fortaleza. Fortaleza, yeah, which we all yeah, like. Fortaleza yeah. repo pairs great with the cigar. But that's got a lot more color to it than this does. It does. Yeah. That's true. Um, which is interesting. I don't know why, but uh, who cares? It tastes great. They both taste great. Can, the only um, thing I will say that was surprising, so when I opened the bottle, you look at the top and you see wood and you're like, oh, well, of oh, course, yeah. there's going to be a cork in there. So I'm pulling up and I'm Bu pulling buckle up. Buckle up, everybody. It's not coming. <laughs> and then it was very anticlimactic because then I just start twisting and I'm like, what the hell is there's this? A screw it's a top. screw top. Oh, it's a screw top. I don't know why they wouldn't just put a cork in this That's thing. True. I feel like it would just well, add to the quality of it. Presentation. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple Scotch manufacturers that have a cork, uh, a cork that that actually has a screw top in it as well. well but weird. there is a cork in yeah. it, which I don't mind. Like yeah. that, you know what? You know what has it is the Glenroths. Okay, uh, that little short fat bottle I've used. The, the bottle you don't drink, you just use to store other. Uh, yeah, so I refill it with that's, Costco. That's your container, Kirkland Twelve, because it fits in my locker. That, the Costco your, doesn't. It's your thermos, exactly. But you know, who knows? It could have to do with. Um, I would imagine maybe supply chain cork is not. It's mm, true, and, and, and you know it's not going to affect um, the spirit one way or the other. And can Bam Bam have a refill, please? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 got a mouth feel to it. It coats your mouth nicely. You want to it does. Sure, sure. It's got a mouth feel to it that's really. It's really good. Thank it's you. really balanced. I mean, very balanced. I think balance is the perfect word to describe this tequila. You're getting like complex flavor notes with just the right balance of them. I, I love it. It's very balanced. It's just, really delicious. Just like the cigar. Super approachable. This cigar is right 
in my power alley. I, like I want it. 10 I boxes it. of this right now. Yeah. 10, I'll take one. I, I really do. It's really good. You and I, I think, have a differing opinion in the room. I think this cigar, I think, also has a great balance between savory and sweet, and just like the spirit does. They so, both go great together. I agree. I yeah. will say, in, in your defense on that, the second half of this cigar, mm. for me, has picked up on the sweet notes, which now is like right in my wheelhouse. Are you ahead of me? Roughly um, the same. Yeah, roughly, roughly, maybe a little yeah. further. But it was once I kind of hit the middle, I started getting more traditional Upman notes, which I also very much like, like Puba does. So why I was complaining just a little bit in the first half is I crave what I'm getting now. I wish I got that for the fir- from the first half. But where this is now, I, I really like this. Yeah, I, I do too. It's almost like um, it's not quite as complex as, as that cigar. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it, but it's delivering. It's it's similar. It's. Del- I, think, I I disagree. I think it is complex. Oh, again, I think the cigar is complex. Anything, you guys don't think it is, guys? Anything that gives you savory and sweet it's earth little, and dessert notes that's a complex. I'm getting a little. I'm not it. saying I don't like it. I'm not even saying that that's a bad thing. I'm saying it's just a straightforward delivery. It's changing now. I'm having a very different experience than you guys. And like I said, I don't know if it's a construction thing. I'm finding this to be very complex. I'm finding it to, like Bam just said, it's hitting so many different things. And they're not, you know, competing with each other. Everything's just right where they need to be for me right now. And, you you know, you take a draw and then a, a sip of that delicious tequila. It's perfect. It's really satisfying. And the construction is just so It's impeccable. Good. Yeah. You can't take anything away from the way these cigars are rolled. Whoever paired this tonight, well done. Kudos to you. Senator. El Senator. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> I like the it, it, I'm not Come knocking on. it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. <laughs> For the listeners, Senator's over there just Ooh, nodding, nodding his head, his head. like. <laughs> uh, with a little, we know. We know. Yeah, Garcon it, for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking the cigar. And I'm the biggest no, I know you're not fan knocking. of all time. I'm not knocking the cigar. I'm just saying it's... It, I'm fine with everything it, you guys said, except in saying that it's not complex. Agreed. Yeah, I'm just validating Agreed. that. I don't think Puba's at all crazy in that. My take is exactly what he said. It's not saying this cigar is bad. It's not saying I'm unhappy with it. I just wouldn't call it an, an overly complex cigar. I do think that it's relatively straightforward, the flavors. I like what I'm getting in the second half. Mm. I was not as pleased with the first half. I, I think the amplitude of flavor is just lower, right? The amplitude is less. Mm. Maybe that's what it is. So it's just. I think this is a wonderful cigar. And I agree with everything everyone's saying. I think, yeah, maybe it's not as complex. There is some subtle complexity, but every flavor profile that I love is in this cigar. Hmm. Good to hear. Maybe what it is, maybe for me, what it is, is that the finish is just a little bit abrupt for me. He's not wrong. I, I agree with that. He's there's not a, wrong. Th- there is a unique lingering uh, mm. when I push the draw. I, I I hear what you're saying. It's like a little bit abrupt. Like I'm, I'm, I'm wanting, like like too. I keep smoking it. I'm wanting more and more and more. And I'm just saying, the fin- in between draws, I'm kind of just saying, give me, give me. And it's not just giving me, it's giving me like 75% of what I want. Mm. And it's lacking that 25% of like some sort of finish that's, lingering between draws for me that's not always a demerit if the cigar itself is good it just makes me smoke the cigar faster because i want more of it yeah no you're right about that it makes you smoke faster because you're seeking something 
And I, I don't know, like, uh, uh, I think you just nailed it because I think I was feeling that it's not really uh, completing my palate. And as soon as I have the tequila, I get uh, the flavor of the tequila is just taking over. And, and it works. And it works leaving. beautifully together. It's working really well. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not questioning that. It's yeah. Like you I, just I think the, the tequila nail, is helping it. It's really helping. I agree it. with that. I, sure. I think they're paired. Yeah. I think because it's a the finish pairing. is a little short. Yeah, it's really tasty though. It, well, it really so is. Tasty. I mean, oh. I, so think about it. So like, think about where this would fit. Think about a place where this would fit. I think that there's a really, really solid place that there that this would fit. I would buy a box of these. I would smoke these, but there's like a certain, I think, place where I'm smoking this. Um, and maybe that's daytime. In Rooster's house in the morning. I think, I think, <laughs> I think for, uh, for me, it's uh, thinking about where it would fit. It's very versatile for me because of my flavor, the flavors that I like. And I would smoke this any time of the day. Hmm. Any time of the so day. Even after dinner? Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm I'm with Puba. I would only smoke this during the day. There's not enough flavor here for me to smoke this at night. Interesting. I, I'm with you too on that. Honestly, I do. You know how much I love this cigar. I've said it ad nauseum, but it makes sense. A mid afternoon after lunch, fabulous, fabulous. Or it could be the start of a cigar session where you're doing three or four sticks. It's a great start to a night. Totally. Yeah. It's just the finish is just. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it's like, it, it's like a, the, the rain on a horse just pulls back yep. and you're like, I just want a little bit longer of whatever's happening there. That's fair. Or like an Upman 2 lingers. Oh. It's got a long finish. Like, oh, I love God. that cigar. That's like a night. meal. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, not, maybe not a fair comparison, um, but yes, agreed. It's, but boy, I mean, look e- at. Even, but, sorry, even a Mag 46. Mm-hmm. That's got a long finish. Certainly, longer. I think the Mag Forty Six has a longer finish than this, yeah, but I think certainly. they're very, you know, it's a different cigar. I think altogether. Yeah, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I think the Mag Forty Six is a, I, which is cool. I mean, I think that actually what Upman's doing as a global brand, the fact that there that that there's that there's a spectrum of yeah of releases and a spectrum of 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 uh of cigars within the you know within their 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 portfolio that is great i mean this can suit it, it, a lot of people it's yeah. very cool because i had a concern like i said earlier we're going to do the other two connoisseur cigars you know in the back of my mind driving over here is it going to be like the Kanye? is it going to be yeah, the same thing yeah you know yeah Yep. You, the makers, it's hard to make four cigars in that line. But you know what gave different. You know what gave me hope, not in a great way, honestly, was how Upman has done the the Magnum line with the forty six, the fifty fifty four, and they're all unique. And they're completely different. They're all, all three of them. Yeah. You know, and we've done two of them on the podcast. The fifty, I don't love nearly mm-hmm. as much as I love the forty six. I know a couple of you guys love the fifty, but it get you know certainly gave me hope that it was gonna be mm. unique, yeah. but. This is definitely um, performing better than I thought it was going 100%. to. Yeah, I mean the con for me, I think the connoisseur, a, particularly a connoisseur a, with age like the ones we reviewed, is a more complex cigar all the way through. It gives you a bigger journey. It's a bigger, it's just a bigger smoke. Um, but, uh, but this has merit. I mean, it's got a lot of merit. The cigar for me 
Yeah. Uh, the construction is impeccable. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, so I, well made. I go as far as saying this is one of the best constructed upments I've ever I agree. seen. Yeah. It's burning for perfectly. Sh- for and sure. for the ring gauge size, the smoke output's really wonderful. The room is full of smoke. The yeah. combustion's oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The, it's the, smoking like the Kanye does. I agree. You know, a lot yeah. of smoke. The build, the construction, the combustion is just an A+. Plus. Hmm. It's a merit here. Yeah, I big mean, time. It's, it's big time. So on the podcast, guys, we talk a lot about box codes, and we talk about factory codes out of Cuba, and we chase them, and we talk about runs, and... Uh, we talk about you know what factories are outperforming others in the, uh, throughout the years. We smoked young stuff. We smoked older stuff. And for the first time, in a really readable way, um, we've put together put together a complete archive going back twenty years of every available Cuban cigar factory code. Okay, this is insane what you, what what you've done here, bro. I don't think anything like this exists it anywhere. It doesn't. So I put it up. I put it up a couple months ago on the internet in a couple groups. Just wanted to kind of feel everybody out, make sure that we didn't miss anything. There were no errors. Uh, I sent it to Rob Ayala from feedback? Friends of El Habano. You got some feedback. I got a little bit of feedback early on. Then when I launched it, you know, it hasn't been edited much since. But uh, I felt like it's time to kind of talk about it on the pod and let everybody know. So it is available on the website uh, for anybody who wants to go and kind of trace the boxes that have been working for them or those that haven't understand where they came from. It you know goes down to the detail of the province uh, for the provincial factories and then the various factories in those certain provinces uh, all the way back to 2003. Obviously at the top, the four mother factories, Legido, Upman, Corona, Partagas, and then some others that are not provincial, Bolino, Tuna, Sevilla, and... Uh, Camagüey, and then a ton of provincial factories. I mean, what are there, 30, 30 factories on here? Completely archived, 20 years. Awesome. Dude, this is extremely robust. So this was uh, this was quite an effort. Uh, I got to shout out my guy, uh, MC Cigars, at MC Cigars, uh, Maxwell, on Instagram. He helped me. We were literally for days uh, on a Google Sheet together going through this. And then the hardest thing was the source material that came out of Cuba looked like it was shot on a nokia phone from 2004 <laughs> like through like a body of water so some of the stuff was really really hard to read so you it's know, a coke between, bottle camera <laughs> exactly between 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 uh between bon roberts referencing and google maps as far as nailing the spelling and names of of the provinces and factories um i think we have a pretty good complete Look, list here looking right for the msu's Oh, they're there. Yeah. 2019. So the value in this is is obviously number one, being able to trace runs and factories and cigars that you like, namely the provincials, which are not terribly available. But number two is knowing whether or not you have, you know, this is a good start yeah. to the investigation of whether you've purchased or are about to purchase a legitimate box of cigars. Um, you know, the box code thing is certainly the starting point. Uh, or the Habanos verification site. Um, it's maybe two. Those are two of fifteen different things you should be looking for on a various box. You know, any a given box of cigars. But um, so go to the website, check it out. Uh, very proud of it. Uh, I think it's a great educational tool, and and people seem to be digging it. So it's a beautiful piece as well. It's, uh, it's good. So check it out. All the box codes are there. Yeah, I sent it a couple of guys, and they loved it. Awesome. They're like fantastic Great yeah this, this this is really i i didn't have a chance to look at this today this is outstanding this is unbelievable i love the gem good work yeah very good work 
It's just a huge help because I feel like all of us over the years, you find random forums that have a very particular point in time. Like here are some of the top codes from 18. Here are some of the top codes from this year. But to have all of this in one place is just such a time saver. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, and it really is. And I've seen other spreadsheets, but they're just not as comprehensive. And not as easy to read. I mean, you know, not as easy it, to it's, read. Yeah. That, you know, that was the thing for me was making this something that's an actual reference tool that can be updated regularly. It's like now we can lean on the people we know in Cuba and get box codes as they come out. This is a living document on our website. And you can go and what's crazy? Get updated the, versions. The, 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 the provincial mother factory ahead, code. Sorry, sorry yeah. the mother factory codes here. Like I'm just looking at them all on my. Yeah, B R E, B R E, G E M M S. Puba's looking at them, saying, "That's the only codes I have in my tower." Yeah, no, it's making me feel so good about my all my. You know, this is really, and then Partagas, and you look at. Yeah. The yeah. the big thing about this document for me is not the mother and factories because the, that information is very readily available. It's the provincials. Like uh, if you look down all the way down 100%. nearly to the end of the page, you look in the Holguin provincial section, Felina number two is the factory name. That code from November 19 that was through 22, SOU. Yes. So many of my boxes, so many boxes are SOU. And to be able to trace that back and forward is a huge help. You know, to be able to see, okay, I love cigars that have been in that run. Absolutely. And good, to good know code. the great code. Very and good now code. it's OEG. But anyway, I encourage listeners to use this as a tool to start your process of verifying what cigars are working for you and not in your collection, but also to verify authenticity. And I say it's a starting point because this is the first of many. You have to go through a full process to really understand if you have real stuff. What does, if it's in, let's take the first column, like two, you know, 2003 mm-hmm. in Sancti Spiritus, right? Yep. There's how many rows are there? One, eight two, or nine. Eight or nine. Does that mean there's eight or nine box codes for 2003 for Sancti Spiritus? That means that on the right, on the right side are each of the factories that are in the province of Sancti Spiritus oh, that align. Right. Oh, I see. That align with those box codes. Mm. Oh, so there are eight or nine factories in Sancti Spiritus that uh, that that produce cigars. Yeah, yeah. I think the great thing also is you mentioned SOU. The takeaway from this spreadsheet, I hope for no listener, is well, you only want exclusively boxes that are from the mother factories at the top. Exactly. That's not, not the case. Not like the we're case. talking about SOU being a great code and that's from a provincial factory. That's right. Some of these other provincial factories and looking at some of these codes that I know we've had and we've really mm-hmm. enjoyed. So it just helps you then know, okay, stuff that from this time period that was coming out of this little provincial factory is great and I will right. happily pursue it. Because when you smoke a cigar out of a box and you don't know the code and you're like, well, this was a great cigar. Let me go back and look at like where this came from, and yeah. that tells you. Exactly. You know? And the other thing, too, from a verification standpoint, you know, you can kind of back into it, right? So you go, okay, somebody's put up a 2014 box of Sir Winston's, and it's coming out of a factory from, you know, Santiago de Cuba. You can look at the other codes, go on Bond Roberts, see if any other Sir Winston's that have been sold out of that factory have popped up, and now you can verify, like, wait a second, does that code, do they actually make Sir Winston's there? Because yeah, Sir amazing. Winston's only come out of two or three factories. They don't come out of 30 factories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you can be 
varies the a, a connoisseur it could be discerning referencing yeah, our cigars and understand tonight. what you're buying yeah. a connoisseur can i ask a stupid question sure what's up with 2018 so 2018 they did not change the box codes oh, I same see. with 20 so and 21 over. so the dates at the top are only when the codes changed I they, see. you know so that's an important note that's a great question Pooba, to point this out box codes factory codes do not change annually they do not change all at the same time. We're right. talking about Cuba, folks. Yeah, right, right, right. They, they, you know, they could change over thirty months for thirty factories. They change on a whim. They change on a whim. It's very irregular. It's Cuba, and they do not change January first of each year. Well, so maybe on maybe on here there should just be an asterisk or something that says there is. There is. Look right under the uh, <laughs> bottom. So Puba, the funny thing is, your feedback was exactly the feedback that I gave Gizmo <laughs> right before he put this out, okay. which was that. And so we put a little disclaimer at the bottom that says, "No years shown are the points at which factory codes change." So if you're looking for 18 and you don't see it, you look at the year immediately prior, mm -hmm. and that would mean that's the codes that apply. To right, that year. it's the same box code. Yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, all the 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 the. the, the <laughs> this is great. So the other thing too that I'd like to call out to the listeners who are connoisseurs out there. Especially for you know going back twenty years, there's there are some factories that even for the folks in Cuba that we that I referenced this with that are that are kind of on the inside, there are quite a few codes that are unknown. So for a listener out there who may have a collection that's pretty deep and pretty expansive, uh, we could use your help. Hmm. So please find this the 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 document, email me, email us, and uh, and then. We'll talk about you know updating some of these these codes that are missing, but for the vast vast majority of them, they're there. The other thing I will say that this is helpful for is just with spotting bad fakes. Exactly, I mean, we've seen like literally if you were to get a see a box that has an SOU code on it and it's from 2015, there's not a single factory that used SOU in 2015. That's right. You yep. instantly know that that's fake. that's very cool. And that, and you know for Legito, that's a big one for Legito. Mm -hmm. um, even for how you know how famous that factory is those codes are everywhere you know the, the counterfeiters were using uao well into 22 which clearly we know from this document it changed at the end of 2019 uh to mar so it's like you know listen is it is it the end all be all of being able to tell if you have a counterfeit or not no it's the starting point but to have it all in one place that's very you know verified wow. and, and Dude, easy the, to reference. The consolidation of information is very valuable. You know, yeah. well, and, also, and I'm a believer. Like how, how widely is do we is this distributed? Never. Because Never. well, no, Never. meaning meaning it just gives assholes a way to refer to something that's validated to not I don't know. Do you know it, it's I had that discussion with a few of the people that we talked about. And the overall consensus was that sunlight is the best disinfectant. Education is the, the yeah. you know, it to me, Transparency. The, the way I look at this is we have what we view as a tight community here in, in what we do. I think the people that listen to this podcast, the people that might see this, I think the people who are out there producing boxes that were produced at scale that I, that I purchased from Monte Fortuna, these Nova Dosos from Cohiba that are out there for $8,000 a box, which have been proven fake. The Magistuosos that went out that were $25,000, dollars $50,000 boxes. These folks are so far ahead of the curve as, as far as counterfeiting that this is peanuts to them. This is peanuts to them. They have factories in China manufacturing perfect boxes and cigars that are, are nearly undetectable. So... 
you know, I, I don't think that this is a tool that they're yeah, going to yeah, find yeah, very yeah, useful. Yeah. I hope not. Really. And also, listen, I found source documents that did not come out of our friends in Cuba on the internet. So mm. this is just a consolidation of the information, yeah. I think, that helps our friends and our listeners and the community. It's an awesome project, dude. So, awesome. Yeah, it was very well, interesting. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Having that provincial information also to cross-reference is very unique. Very unique. And to me, it's like, you know, listen, you, you, let's say you have a box or two or three of a code that's not working for you. Now you know which factory maybe isn't on a good run. And what you stay away from. And you stay away yeah. from. You know, and you're, to me, this is an educational tool to make better purchasing and smoking decisions. You know? I love the lizard uh, watermark on Big it. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted a lot of paper trying to figure out the right uh, tone <laughs> watermark percentage there. So, boys, we're coming to the last third here of the H. Upman Connoisseur Number 1. What does everybody think of this thing? It's a great cigar. Mm. I have no complaints. I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah I, do. I really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I will say, as we're talking about codes, every single BRE box I've had, construction-wise, mm -hmm. has been flawless. Like, we have Upman uh, Number 2's BRE. Yep. Every single one, flawless yeah. construction. Yeah, BRE is a good code. Upman 2s have been great out of there. I just think, as we've talked about, I think the Upman 2 is one. Maybe this is too because we haven't had a terrible young one. Um, they just need time. Mm. You know, Upman 2s, Sir Winston's, we've talked about Have that before. Have Bellicosofitos from BRE? Yep. Uh, I think BRE? so. I think it was MSU. Is it MSU? Mm. Maybe you're right. I think it was Partagas yeah. Factory. Mm. I don't have any um, Boulevard BRE boxes. Mm. So uh, we got a couple cool emails. Obviously, this one first is appropriate for the tequila we're drinking tonight. I wanted to share with you guys. This is from uh, Lizard Seagull, as he calls himself. Wanted to say thanks for more great podcasts. Been trying to catch up on all the older pods. I just finished number 34 again. I think I've gone back and listened. and was quite impressed with the two, two tequila episodes, as we talked about with Chef Ricky. Very informative. I have a question for you. I'm trying to find some at like my local stores. It seems that a lot of the ABCs around us, uh, I guess he's in Florida, don't have them. Um, do you guys have any suggestions for other stores or other sources that might be further away or online? Obviously, Total Wine is one that we yeah. call out a lot. Do uh, they ship Total Wine? Only locally. Do. Only not, locally. Uh, not out of state. So Total Wine is one. But Bottle, there King. Are, Bottle there King is one. Are, there are certain resources on the internet you can go to find some of this more artisanal tequila. Yeah, I, I would also say, though, for artisanal tequila or just things that are not huge global brands, I have found that just a lot of the times going into random local shops, you'll be surprised what you find. I say 100%. that because some bottles, like something as simple as Fortaleza Reposado, I can't find that at Total Wine. No. Total Wine is massive. But I go into you know this little shop near us, and they happen to carry it. So... I think for some of this artisanal stuff, just walking into random shops, you'd be shocked what you find. Yeah, true. I 100% agree. And when we're talking about Florida, um, Total Wine doesn't have Fortaleza as much as the lo a local place that's right near my place down in Florida. They have um, they have El Tesoro allocation. Wow. They have Fortaleza mm -hmm. allocation. How they get it, I don't know, but I would I second that notion, which is just walk in somewhere and see what they've got, and I think you'll be, you may be pleasantly surprised. You got to do a little bit of uh, footwork to so find, go, out, go out and dig, go out and dig a little bit and see who's got what, um, and ask. 
Like, when's it coming in? Because when you ask that private business owner, like, you know, oh, you're out of Altasora, when's it coming in? What are they going to do? You're out of Fort Fort yeah, Orleans. They're going to go get it. In? Well, they're going to sit. Well, what they say, they give you the actual real information. When you go into a total wine, you're dealing with the, some some guy who has absolutely no idea in, in, in terms of the ordering. Has no idea that the tequila even exists. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're just dealing with a kind of a helper. You yeah. Know? yeah. And yeah. their their immediate thing is. Actually, I'd love to suggest. Have you tried Patron? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is what you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 correct. It's a great artisanal tequila. No, correct. Oh, yeah. You just got to hunt. You know, you got to go. You got to go and see who's got what's what, who's got what. Is there somebody or a company that actually ships? Like, I think it depends just, on the state allowing yeah. stuff to be shipped in. Spirits are extremely, yeah. extremely mm. difficult to ship. So, because right. that, that's what the listener kind of asking. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. Any wine is very easy, the but spirits are very hard. States have very strict rules against. Like Pennsylvania, where my parents live, where Grinder and I grew up, um, I can't send my dad a bottle of wine, a bottle of alcohol. I can't find a store to deliver it to him because it's a completely regulated. They call it the state store. Because the state owns and operates all of the liquor stores in Pennsylvania. I think you can get beer elsewhere, but as far as wine, spirits, and you know some of those heavier things, you have to get beer elsewhere. Yeah, it's annoying. You know, it's 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 confusing because you can go to Pennsylvania and you could buy fireworks, a brick, a brick of M80s <laughs> uh, that That's with so waterproof true. wicks uh, and. And, a gun. And, and, well, a gun? yes, and thirty round, yeah. thirty round magazines. You can shoot fifty magazines. for your AR fifteen, <laughs> but you can't and, get a spare shit with with zero ID. <laughs> but you can't. I'm serious. You're, I'm, you're I mean, totally true. It's. I mean, you That's can totally literally true. go over the state line to Pennsylvania, and you can walk into a gun store and buy all kinds of accessories and things that are not kosher in new jersey and i'm not saying this at a personal experience i'm saying it because <laughs> really? you've just, just done some oh, YouTube it online yeah, okay but, right. but, but 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 no but seriously <laughs> you can you can no joke buy so much crazy shit in pennsylvania but the fact that you can't ship alcohol there is crazy well, but pennsylvania yeah. has a long history of bootlegging so like i mean you think of like the the city areas of philadelphia and new york in the bootlegging times that's you'd go up you'd you come up and down from canada and to canada through pennsylvania up through new york and you'd go across up through toronto like that's how you'd go and uh they have you know it was a highway for that kind of stuff so it's not surprising it's overregulated. yeah i don't know what pennsylvania has against alcohol because i think even <laughs> even during covid i had friends who were in pennsylvania COVID at first, uh, sorry, liquor stores at first were not deemed essential businesses in Pennsylvania. They were all getting in cars, having to drive to New Jersey and other states, stocking up on liquor and literally bringing back car loads of it to home, their home in Pennsylvania. It's, it's the only strange. place they could get it. Wild. It's so wild. That's Tequila and scotch so, are essential. Lizard Siegel had another question that I wanted to pose because I don't think we've talked about this on, on the pod before. Certainly not recently. The other question he has is, do you guys use a smoke eater in your lounges? I usually don't care for the smoke cell smell after I sit in a place with bad air movement, which I think we all kind of agree with. And this one, maybe for Rooster the most, I know a few of you smoke in the car. Does the smell linger, and how do you get rid of it? I don't smoke in the car. <laughs> what are you talking about? He leases his car and returns it. <laughs> www.audicustomerservice.net. Oh, he's got a Tesla now, so watch out. <laughs> Tesla. 
Your your car's like an ashtray on wheels. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how, I haven't I haven't smoked in the new car. Oh, okay. So in the cars you have smoked, and how yeah. did you deal with that? It, you know, did the smell linger and whatnot? How'd you get rid of it? No, I actually enjoy that smell, so mm-hmm. I let it linger. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was the first time we asked Rooster how he goes about smoking in his car, and I think it was Gizmo. Gizmo's like, you know, do you roll down all the windows after like really try to air it out? Rooster goes, roll down all the windows. He's like, I leave them up and I just crack the sunroof a tiny bit. Because I want the smoke to linger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to smell it. Hardcore. So how long does it last? Like I want to, you know, I want to help here. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I sometimes I would spray something in there, and that would kind of like an odor, odor eater kind of a thing. But that's about it. Mm. I mean, you roll down the windows, or I mean, occasionally I've taken like a Lamborghini and like kind of use that in there for a couple of minutes yeah the Lamborghini is a good good, really good tool yeah but i mean it's not something i'll put that in the episode description the Lamborghini, because it, it's a really nice tool but to it's use not essential really oils. not really made for the car yeah right and it's yeah. made for your house mm-hmm. yeah so but but it does work at the house mm. what, what i think what works what's worked really well for me in the past and i don't smoke smoke um cigars in my my cars very often but when i have um there's arm and hammer makes a commercial if you go on amazon arm and hammer so found this out uh, in las vegas many many years ago i won't add any more context to the circumstances however there was a lot of smoke i'm sure you were sober and no gambling was involved (laughs) involved. (laughs) however there's a commercial arm and hammer air freshener that's like a bit and so the um the cleaning people had come up to the room and we were basically like look we need help because <laughs> understood this rooms okay this room's been you know and they go all we do that 300 charge is take the arm and hammer spray it's a commercial spray it's on if you put an arm and hammer air freshener commercial into amazon it's it, it, you can order it by the case and it's like it's like whatever 40 bucks and you get like 10 15 cans and i gotta tell you it like eliminates odor like you wouldn't like you wouldn't believe um that works really well so i'd definitely recommend the arm and hammer commercial air freshener and that's what they spray and it like it's literally neutralizes shit like you wouldn't believe hmm. um and then the other thing is it's just if you're if you're gonna smoke in your vehicle, um, you know, spend four hundred dollars a year and take it to a detailer. And when they after they detail your car, it's like nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you have fabric or leather or whatever, you know, you take it. There's a couple places locally around here. I mean, you take it, you pay. You know, they get into every nook and cranny. You yep. say, hey, I've. They'll change uh a filter out yeah and, and it's like nothing's happened so you know if you're gonna smoke cigars in your car getting a full detail on it is not gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's like nothing's happened it's it doesn't not, stick around forever not necessary <laughs> you, you, i'm just saying no no, no, I, no i'm just it's saying good you want to do it's that a, one especially if it's a leased vehicle fuck it just get it back <laughs> well right that's true. Let them detail it. But Arm and Hammer, the Arm and Hammer commercial is 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 a great air freshener all okay. around. All right, um, I'll put that in the uh, episode description as well. Good to know. Yeah. 
Well, cool. So, uh, Lizard Siegel, thanks for uh, emailing us. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I think uh, I think I think he's gone back and listened to every episode two or three times. Oh, that's like, great. That's super awesome. cool. Awesome. Super cool. Can we quiz him? <laughs> <laughs> he could probably quiz us. Yeah, yeah, I know, I'm I know. sure. All right, boys. So we're coming to the end of our evening here. H. Upman Connoisseur Number One has been an excellent cigar for me. Dude, I've been loving it. What do you guys think? I need a roach clip for this thing. Yeah, it's I so good. I want to keep going on this thing. It's so it's good. It's fantastic. And paired with the Siete Leguas Tequila Reposado. Excellent. Has been excellent. an excellent pairing. Yeah. Thank you, Kamal. Yeah. Are you guys ready to do the uh, My formal man, liquor rating? Lizard Kamal. Lizard Kamal. Yeah, baby. Are you guys ready to do the formal liquor rating on yes. the Siete Leguas? Yes. Reposado? All right, Bam, you're up. I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. Extraordinarily drinkable, delicious, complex. Excellent. Yep. Grinder. I'm giving it a seven. A seven. Wow. All right. Jesus. Do you want to give us the reason now yeah, or why? later? Do you want to spank just, me? I'm, <laughs> uh, or do you want to get spanked? Uh, yeah, I do now. <laughs> is that a bad score? It's a horrible yes. score. How is that a horrible score? Because it's definitely not a seven for me. Because that's a soft recommend. This soft should be recommend. a hard recommend. I, I softly recommend it. I'm, right. not, I'm not yeah, digging it. There you go. <laughs> Pagoda. I'll give it an eight. An eight. Senator. Oh, I'll give it a nine. Bam's commentary was perfect for me. Um, very complex, smooth, supremely enjoyable. I agree. It's a nine all day. I, I thought I might have been the only nine, but this is an excellent repo. I'm definitely going to get it. Nine for sure. Puba. Um, for me, <clears throat> no joke. It's the best repo I've had. And I'm giving it a 10. There you wow, go. Wow. Love Whoa. it. There you I go. I love it. Wow. The best re- it's the best repo I've had in a long, long time. It's, it's really very good. unique. It's delicious. And it's a 10 for as me. As soon as he looked up and he goes, this is agave and salt. I know he's going to give it a good rating. So the formal liquor rating, boys, is an 8.7. Very good. Very it's good a great score. rating. Oh, yeah. I think it should have been a little higher. But. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> so, Grinder, what was the issue? I, I'm... I don't drink a lot of Yeah, Grinder's not a tequila. <laughs> no, he's not a tequila. I don't man. like, you know. Spirits now. Well, I don't, but I don't drink a lot of this spirit. I don't mm. drink a lot of tequila. I just like I don't drink a lot of rum and I am I'm, I'm, you know, baseline is going to be a, a 7. That it's a high score for me. All right. First all for right, tequila. Right. I thought we were all men here, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so boys, are you ready to do the formal lizard rating on the H Upman Connoisseur number 1? Rooster, you're up. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the cigar. I think it, it's fantastic smoke, one of the better uppins that I've had. So I'm going to give it a nine. Excellent. Puba. Yeah, I'm not going to go that high. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give it a solid eight. Okay. Uh, for me, it, it didn't it didn't give me quite as much complexity. I thought it was a little bit flat. Um, a little bit one-dimensional. However, it's a strong recommend. Would I buy a box? Absolutely. Um, am I really, really, really glad that I had an opportunity to smoke the cigar tonight? Definitely. Yeah, and eight's a great score. Yeah. yeah. Senator. So I'm I'm in lockstep with Puba on this. Uh, it's an eight for me. The construction, flawless. Um, really, really great. The smoke output for the smaller ring gauge was also a huge plus. The flavor for me i enjoyed the second half a lot more than the first half that's what really part of what precluded it from a nine or a ten 
Um, and the other thing is just the overall flavor profile. The second half was closer to what I normally pursue, which is in that nine and 10 range. And so um, I'm glad I tried it. I would definitely smoke another. I don't think I'm going to pursue a box, but um, it was a, it was a very good cigar. All right. So for me, I'm in lockstep with Rooster. Definitely a nine. I really love the profile of this. I'm upset with myself that I have not had this before because it's really a great cigar for my palate. Uh, and I'm absolutely going to be chasing a box probably tonight or tomorrow. Uh, so nine for sure. Can you get one for me? <laughs> <laughs> Always. I love you. Pagoda. It's an eight for me. I, I think the second half did pick up, uh, but I do think that the ampli amplitude of the flavor profile, it, it just didn't, I was seeking something more. I think that the short finish, which I think I agree with Puba 100%, um, but overall a very pleasant experience. So it's an eight for me. Okay, grinder. It's a nine for me. I echo pretty much everything you said. Um, it, it, I enjoyed every last. I I think I, I think I smoked mine the fastest of you guys. I was just and it was still perfect construction. I did. It wasn't hot. Um, I was really like zoning into it. You know, when you have that cigar that you're just like, you're almost like not speechless, but. I don't know. Every, everything about it was was fine, meaning the burn, the construction, the draw, and um, the aromas that I was getting. It was harkening back to everything that I enjoy the most. So it was a very good good nine for me. All right, Bam Bam. I think I'm at a nine as well. You know, zoning into that cigar, I think it's a, it's a great analogy. It For me, it was a complex cigar because I got both earth notes and savory and sweet all together. That's, for me, complexity. Nine. Okay, so the formal lizard rating is an 8.6. Wow. Good rating. Chapman, connoisseur number fair one. Fair score. Yeah, I think so, that's very fair. fair. Yeah. So, so is, what's the, what, like, are these, I feel like these aren't pursued broadly. Not that there's that many boxes either, that they're ubiquitous, but what's the price point on this box? I think it's about 25 a stick. <clears throat> That's you know, a lot. it's an expensive. It's that's a, a lot. It, 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 you know, at that price point, that's a lot. I feel like He's you're probably score. <laughs> maybe a, no, no, no. Maybe a little under that. I mean, maybe you're looking at five seventy five for a box, five fifty for a box. Of that, I'll, I'll text kind of Kamal a, right now. That, <laughs> you know, but that, that I think that plays into it too. And I know that all the prices are up right now. But yeah. um, I mean, what upman can you it, get it, now it, for less than that? You can't. I, I understand. Um, you could tape some half coronas together. <laughs> Get them close to that. <laughs> so let's look at some of the other ratings uh, of H. Upman cigars that we've done on the pod. We've done a couple. We've done uh, the first one we did was the H. Upman Magnum 46, which got an 8.1. So this definitely edged that out, mm. which actually kind of surprised, surprised me. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Magnum 50 got a 7.6. The up in number two from 2014 got a 9.8. Oh, yeah. Yep. And the Robustos Anahados from episode nine, 72 oh. got a 9.6. Wow. Well, that's, that's hot. a great cigar. That, that was a great well, that's cigar. That's hotter than hot. Sure, it is. And then finally, the other Connoisseur A, uh, the other Connoisseur was the Connoisseur A that we did was, uh, was a 9.2. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I yeah. think that that's, I think it's appropriate. It's in lockstep, right? I think so. Yeah. What, what year away. was the Mac 46? 
I don't know, man. I mean, that's episode okay, seven. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't too old. Uh, and I don't think they performed very well when we smoked them. No. That's the only thing. They, like they the Mag 46, when they're good, they're yeah. great, but they're a little inconsistent. Even the construction, I mean, I've taken a perfect draw to more Mag 46s than almost any cigar in my tower. That's yeah. su- they are very interesting. They make more of them, Senator. The, wow. one, the box that we split right. yeah. from the guy 2014? from Long Island. Yeah. 2014. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a great so cigar. That, that explains <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's 2014, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's the connoisseur number one. So we're going to do the other two connoisseurs Can't wait. down the line here. Uh, but both of them so far have performed very well. I think the most fun part of this for me, and I've said this from some of the other brands we've reviewed, is when you have a cigar that shows range in their in their line. Mm-hmm. Like yep. the fact that when I lit this cigar, me and a few others, I think even said we would not have picked this out as an Upman. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like we've said that about certain other brands where you have one stick and you're like, wow, this is dramatically different from what I normally get from that brand. It's cool to see that range. Upman as a market does that very well. I really do think that there's a range. Think about it. You've got you've got like a Mag 50, which smokes a hell of a lot different than a Magnum 46. Yeah. You've got this number one that smokes a hell of a lot different than the Magnum that than the, 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 the Magnum 46. Mm-hmm. You've got the Kanye, which is a completely different animal. Um. And you got the Upman too, and the Sir Winston. There, there, there's a range, the variety of. And there's yeah, a really, yeah. there's a, like if you're an Upman fan and you like the DNA, like the DNA is all kind of in there, but they they're, they have a lot to offer, and it's kind of it's an exploration. It, no yeah, doubt. yeah, and and there's different stuff in there, and I think that that's a that's a virtue. Mm-hmm. And I think to your point, I, I think they do it better than most of the other markets. Yeah, as far do. as you know, in diversity across the line. Can't argue that. Interesting flavor. Yeah, Cohiba. Maybe you could throw in the conversation, but to me, I don't because of the the price is just so inaccessible. Mm-hmm. Like H. Upman remains comparatively, let's say, let's temper that, but comparatively accessible mm-hmm. price wise. And I think they have a wide range of stuff that for every smoker, yeah, there are at least three, four, or five cigars in the market that. Are performing brilliantly. It's yeah. why part part for me. It's very analogous to to what the Partagas marker stands for. Because within the Partagas range, there's that DNA that's all there. But then you've got an E2, you got a P2, and mm-hmm. you're like, those are different cigars. Very the different. DNA is in there, but it, you know you've got a D4, and then you've got a, a a D5, which is different, and then a D6, which is different from a D5. Yeah. And and it, so yeah, you, you know you, you go across or you got a Calabra, that a part of oh. this Calabra that's oh. like a completely different experience. And Lusitania, oh, and yeah. a Lusitania yeah, yeah. or an eight nine eight. They're they're those. It's very very similar in terms of like the kind of broad offering that the that that Partagas and Upman have, which which it goes without saying are these are flagship you know global brands. Uh, in the Habanos SA catalog, and I think it's, it's it's a merit. What they're doing with is is a good thing. They're giving you know the market of a, a range, yeah. and that's cool. I don't think there's any like, and they're other, doing a pretty good job. Are there any yeah. other markets that yeah. are like that? Like that? Than, Not many. I don't think so. I think no. it's Partagas and Upman. And I think that for me, my tower, I've got more Partagas and Upman than 
anything else than anything else. I and think that I think that goes for all of us. Yeah, and the, and the variety of it, and it's not like you're doing it intentionally, but you know this is different than that. Let me get both. Yeah, and you know it, and they're Justin all knows, good. Yeah, you know, exactly. like you've heard me half, so half joking, half seriously yeah. say, Partagas can do no wrong. Poopy, I would right add the, Upman in there. Upman can do no wrong. Like there are a few brands that you yeah. can say that across the range of what they produce. Even if something is not perfectly in your power alley, you're like, this is still really enjoyable. Like yeah, totally. this cigar was not perfectly in my power alley. I still gave it an eight. It's a yeah. great score. They're all very good cigars that yeah. they make. It's a good point, Puba. Yeah. Very good point. All right, boys, a great night. So an 8.7 for the Siete Leguas. Am I pronouncing that correctly? <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Siete Leguas Tequila Reposado and an 8.6 for the H. Upman Connoisseur Number 1 out of Cuba. All right, boys, a great night. We'll see you all next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Lounge Lizards Pod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week.